Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, senior editor of the Democrat Gazette, and you know, anybody who reads my columns or reads my blog knows that one of the things that drives me crazy is trash. We call ourselves the natural state, and we sure do a good job good, in quotes, of trashing it up, it seems like. But there are people, and again, anybody who follows me on social media knows I call these people my Arkansas heroes, and they really are, who are really focused on doing something about our trash problem, on doing something about making the natural state truly the natural state. And I have two of them here today. Suzanne Harrell, Norm Berner from Keep Little Rock Beautiful, Let's Talk Trash. You, you, say, you always say you want to talk some trash. We're, we're going to do it for about 30 minutes now. And, and again, I never assume that our listeners know, you know what we take for granted. So I, I guess a little, a little Keep Little Rock Beautiful 101. Suzanne, what is it? Well, we are a nonprofit, all-volunteer organization. Uh, we are affiliated with Keep Arkansas Beautiful and Keep America Beautiful. And we work primarily in three areas. Uh, litter prevention and litter collection, mm-hmm. uh, recycling, and beautification. Let's, let's start, because I was talking about talking trash. Let, let's start with litter prevention. Uh, and it's it's not just Arkansas. I mean, you look across the country, but Norm, there's no doubt we've got a litter problem in Arkansas. Well, we do, and it's unfortunate. Um, many years ago, the city of Little Rock's Public Works Department created a program here in Little Rock that happens all over the country, but not as large as it should be. And they created an Adopt-A-Street program. So shortly after Keep Little Rock Beautiful was formed, and we became one of the 13 certified affiliates of Keep Arkansas Beautiful and one of over 700 of Keep America Beautiful, we decided to partner with Public Works Department because there was only one person who was involved with the Adopt-A-Street program, and all of a sudden we had probably a dozen or so board members who were able to help out. So picking up litter at the curbside is a whole lot easier than trying to do it at the Creekside, as you've seen firsthand. It, absolutely. When you went out on our float trip with Suzanne and me and Reed, you know, out on Fush Creek. And so many people don't realize that whatever goes into a storm drain doesn't get processed like a sanitary sewer system, and it goes to an, a waterway. Mm-hmm. Fortunately or unfortunately, here within the city of Little Rock, we've got about 15 major waterways all scattered across our city that all connect into Fush Creek. Right. And so, you know, the beauty of Fush Creek turns out to be the beast with all the street litter that comes in. And we've got it serves a huge urban drainage area, in other words. It's incredible. And we've just got to get more people involved in the Adopt a Street program. If people are going to litter, let's pick it up and get rid of it. And what people don't realize is that we've got people traveling into our community various times of the year who are looking to maybe relocate their business. And I know personally back in the early 2000s, two big corporations came into Little Rock and saw how dirty it was, and they wound up going to Memphis, Tennessee and building. And we lost out on an awful lot, many Mm -hmm. ways. 
and, you know, tourism. You know, we've got plenty of things for people to see in Little Rock, but, you know, you got to drive by a street to get to wherever you're going to or a park or Arkansas River or Bush Creek Urban Wetlands. And the trash is a big deterrent. Mm-hmm. So we got to pick it up on a more regular basis to, to clean our community up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's hit on the recycling part uh, a little bit now, Suzanne. Talk about that. Well, on the recycling, our recycling group has been offering quarterly recycling drop-offs in partnership with the Little Rock Zoo and the Little Rock Sustainability Office. Uh, As you'll know, it was on the front page of the uh, Arkansas section today, a new green station has opened. Mm-hmm. I did see that. But that green station has been closed for over a year. So Keep Little Rock Beautiful and our partners uh, started offering these quarterly drop-offs for electronics and glass and other recyclables and um, items from Goodwill. Uh, so uh, they're they're planning on doing that in the in the future, too. Absolutely. And then we listed three, litter prevention, recycling, beautification. You're not just picking up trash, but there's beautification efforts. Norm, how about those? Yeah. um, Over the years, our beautification committee has worked with a number of different neighborhood associations to utilize some grant money to beautify the entranceway going into their communities. And it could be signs or trees or flowers or what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, Years ago, there was a big project over by Murray Park, going down to the Big Dam Bridge where a roundabout was created. We got involved with the city and the others involved with that. And inside the roundabout is a huge sculpture. It's the largest, most visible, and most expensive project we've ever done. That cost us $40,000. Wow. But with all the people who go down to the park, the Big Dam Bridge, now the Two Rivers Bridge, it's a beautiful location for over a million people a year because they keep track of the stats of seeing what can be done to beautify an area. So that was a a fun project. The most recent thing that our beautification committees got involved in is we've partnered with the City of Little Rock Parks and Recs, and at Allsop Park, we created the very first pollinator garden within a city park. And we have it next to a walking, biking, hiking trail, so lots of people see it. And we have all native plants that we purchase. And what we're doing here, and it's happening across the country, is sharing with people that, hey, maybe you can reduce the amount of grass that you have to mow in your yard by planting native plants that will help with the pollination. And most people don't realize that one in every three bites of food comes as a result of pollination. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And, And with all the green space that we're losing to asphalt, concrete, and new new buildings and what have you, we you know, we still have to eat. So whatever we can do to help increase pollination by planting pollinator gardens in your front yard or just a little area or in your neighborhood association, we started to do that with this first ever garden at um, Allsop Park. And we are currently working with the Arkansas State Fairgrounds Great. to do one there because it's the largest event that ever takes place. You know, Absolutely. The State Fair. Absolutely. And so when, you know, all these people come for the 10 days with State Fair, we're going to hopefully have a new area where they can see and read some signage or click onto a QR code. Well, why are we doing this here? What's what's the reason? So Great idea. We're going to see if we can give it a good shot. Great idea. I, I am one of the things. I'm, I'm an old quail hunter, and I, and I write a lot about the 
quail habitat restoration efforts around the state. But the great side benefit of those go back to pollinators again in that we are losing those pollinators. And let's never forget that agriculture remains the largest segment of the Arkansas economy. And uh, if we lose our pollinators, we're in real trouble as, as a state economically. Yep. And I don't think, again, as you said, a lot of people get that connection. A little bit of personal curiosity here uh, before we move on. Uh, Suzanne, how'd you get involved to start with in the Keep Little Rock Beautiful effort? Well, uh, I've been, for many years, I was a 4-H agent. Okay. And, uh, you know, with 4-H kids, we did community service. Right. So we worked way, way, way back in the day with the uh, county judge uh, on cleaning up litter back then. And so I've just kind of always been involved. And when uh, Keep Arkansas Beautiful decided to start uh, Keep Little Rock Beautiful, North Little Rock Beautiful, Sherwood, Jacksonville, uh, they reached out to me knowing I had a, a bit of a history. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in litter prevention and and uh, litter education, so uh, that was how I got involved. Gotcha. How about you, Norm? A few years after they started their organization, um, the gosh, what was his title? Nash um, Abrams. Oh, he was our chairman. He was a chairman. Anyhow, okay. We're going to be talking about a special event that happens once a year. Anyhow, it happened. Uh, I think the second event at Hyman Park area and I'd moved into the Hyman Park area and was involved with our neighborhood association getting involved in a big cleanup event. And I visited with Nash and his wife and other members from Keep Little Rock Beautiful. And he just reached out and said, I'd like you to join our board. And I did. It was just a wonderful group. And, you know, the sky's the limit. So I've been with them for a long time, not as long as Suzanne. She's a founding member, but Mm -hmm. um, happy to be involved in this wonderful volunteer group. Founding member, what year would that have been, Suzanne? Uh, I believe oh six. Okay, gotcha. Now, if somebody is listening to this podcast and says, you know, that's something I feel I need to be involved in, how, how, do, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, we have a webpage. They can go to Keep Little Rock Beautiful. Uh, our contact information is on there. We also have Facebook and Instagram gotcha. that they can reach out to us. And I take it you're always looking for new volunteers. Always. Gotcha. We have a great opportunity coming up here next month. Well, you you touched on an event, Great America Citywide Cleanup. Uh, now, this is a nationwide thing. It's the largest volunteer cleanup in the United States. We started a Little Rock version of it in 2009. So tell us a little bit about the Great America Citywide Cleanup. Well, the, the Great American Cleanup is the um, Keep America Beautiful. It, it runs through a window of several months, March, April, uh, and May, and all the affiliate, affiliates are required to do cleanups during that time. So we call ours the Great American Citywide Cleanup. Uh, we reach out, you know, we're a small board. Uh, we reach out to partners like neighborhood associations, organizations, school clubs, churches, and businesses to get involved with us on the citywide cleanup. Uh, A lot of the neighborhood associations, uh, they register with us and conduct cleanups in their neighborhood. Normally, we have 
45 to 50 cleanups going on on the second Saturday of March, which is going to be March 9th this year. Uh, and usually six to 800 volunteers come out to help. So if someone's interested in cleaning up around their business or their neighborhood, they can register with us um, and we provide uh, supplies. Uh, but then we have other opportunities for people just to come out and volunteer also. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, again, like you said, you provide supplies, T-shirts, trash bags, gloves, safety vests, litter grabbers. So you make it pretty easy for these groups if they if they participate. Well, we do. Um, not everybody has the equipment that we use on a regular basis. When we give out litter grabbers to neighborhood associations, sometimes there's people who've never seen them or used them before. And when you get old like us, it keeps you from having to bend over. Bend over so much, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm there, Norm. I think <laughs> we're all that age. we're all there. But <laughs> but anyhow, um, we want to do whatever we can to make it easier for the people to get out and make a difference in their community. So the supplies are are wonderful, and lots of times people don't think about stuff like that. You know, litter that's been on the ground, or you've seen firsthand. You know, litter that makes its way to the waterways. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's been in contact with it? So you, you want to wear a pair of gloves, so whatever chemicals or debris is on it, you don't have it getting into your skin. But you know, obtaining sponsors to help us provide or get the funds to provide these materials has been huge. And so the volunteer T-shirt that you mentioned, you know, on the front of it, we've got Cityscape of Little Rock. On the back of it, we list the names of all the wonderful sponsors who help us out. And the higher the level of sponsorship, we're able, if we have space on the back of the shirt, because it's limited, you know, we provide their logo. And we've had people who've been sponsors with us since the very beginning. And it's just wonderful to have them continually provide, you know, where we, and we can count on them for their funds to buy these materials for the people. It makes a difference. But we don't just have their names on the back of the shirt. You know, we talk and we give their names out when we're doing, you know, events or social media posts now that we're connected to more mm -hmm. platforms. You know, um, sometimes we may be able to share three or four times before the cleanup event starts the name of, you know, these sponsors who have helped us out. But it all makes a difference. And Suzanne came up with something new this year for the different level of sponsorship. Uh, go ahead and share what. Oh, well, we normally had sponsorship. We primarily reached out to neighborhoods and corporations right. and businesses. And our sponsorship started at $250. Um, we decided that there's a lot of individuals out there that would like to help out, but not at that at level. That level, right. So we started a Friends of the Citywide Cleanup level. And so for 25 to $200, People can donate to us. They can. Uh, there's information on our website on how to do this. They can do it online. They can mail us a check. Um, now, the sponsors that those those friends don't get on the shirt, but do we we do recognize mm -hmm. them on our webpage, social media, and we'll recognize them at our kickoff event. And the date of uh, the kickoff event? March 9th. Okay, March 9th is the kickoff event. Now. Roughly, and I know I'm asking you to estimate because it's going to change between now and then, but I'm just trying to get in my head. How many people are we talking about participate in the citywide cleanup on an average basis? Uh, six to 800. Mm, okay. Uh, depending on the weather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> going to depend on the weather always. All right. So I'm in an organization, a civic club or a neighborhood association 
again, how do I how do I get involved in this? Uh, well, you go to our webpage, Keepler Rock Beautiful, K-L-R-B dot O-R-G. You click on litter prevention. Uh, that will take you to a page that uh, mentions the citywide cleanup. You click on that. Uh, the information on how to get involved is listed there. There's an online application process, or there's a paper one you can print out. Uh, sponsorship levels are spelled out there also. Uh, but I do want to encourage everyone, to, if they're interested, to act fast because our deadline is approaching the end of the week, uh, and we need to set the deadline a month ahead of time in order to be able to get all our supplies ordered, uh, our T-shirts printed. Uh, so uh, if someone is wanting to lead a cleanup, conduct their mm -hmm. own cleanup, they've got till the end of the week. However, if their people just want to come out and volunteer, uh, that we will... Uh, I, I was going to say, March you don't have to be part of a group. You you can come out and join in the kickoff event and the cleanup at Interstate Park and so forth. It's an individual, right? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> and, you know, quite often we find where people just don't have the skill sets or don't want to take the time to try to organize something themselves, but they want to bring their volunteers to help us. So when we do events such as what we're going to be doing out at Interstate Park, which is a good-sized city park. Well, it's a big one, yeah. There's a lot of variety. And, you know, the fact that we're connected to the water and, you know, we've got the utility right away to get us out into this huge 1,800-acre chunk of property in our urban wetlands south of the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. We've got lots of different things that can happen. Sometimes families will come and their kids are too young. And, you know, they can't be out along a, a, a busy highway, but when we've got park space where they can be safe to clean up the trash that happens, you know, near parking lots or, you know, we've got another waterway that goes through Interstate Park that unfortunately the banks of the creek have the litter that's mm -hmm. come from the storm drains up ahead. We've got plenty of opportunities for all kinds of people just to come out and help. And we'll have... Keep Little Rock Beautiful board members and other partners who work with us on a regular basis being team leaders to take these people to various places to clean up so they don't have to, well, what am I supposed to do here? I got a litter grabber and a trash bag. We'll take people to the locations that need help. I know we devoted a recent show entirely to Fush Creek, Norm, but I want you and Suzanne to describe for urban residents of Little Rock, because uh, most don't realize that the, this natural wonder where within just a few minutes of the interstate traffic no longer hearing it, you feel like you are deep in the Arkansas Delta with cypress trees that are hundreds of years old. Oh, Des describe that wetland a little bit. And it's in the middle of the state's largest city, which is what's amazing. We have very limited access to our huge urban wetlands. And what we're going to be sharing on March 9th is that we received a grant. And so we're, you launch with us. It's a brand new launch ramp. Made a huge difference to be able to get people out on Arkansas's very first urban water trail that Game and Fish designated some seven years ago between Benny Craig and Interstate. The natural beauty that's hidden out there is mind-boggling to people who've come out and said, Norm, I've lived in a neighborhood, you know, just a few blocks from here, but we had no access. We, we heard of Fush Creek, mm -hmm. but we've never been out here. Once they get out there, they see the incredible beauty. As you said, 300 plus year old cypress trees, lots of birds, you know, about 
30% of the fish species in the state of Arkansas are in our wetlands. And people say, well, how can that be? Well, we're connected at the Arkansas River. Fish right. swim, swim upstream just like exactly. swim upstream in Alaska. And with all the animals that are out there that have, you know, thousands of acres worth of protection, you know, I mean, we see fox and deer. The last time I took a group of people out there, there were 13 deer that were about 100 feet from us. And, mm -hmm. you know, they had trees that were blocking us and we didn't move and they felt comfortable staying out there for a while. So we were able to stand out there and watch the deer eat. But it's incredible what we have. We have the largest urban wetlands in the South and one of the largest in the entire nation. And this new launch ramp at Interstate Park and when this property becomes an official city park and the Southwest Trail goes through it, it's going to make a huge difference to bring more people out to see this incredible beauty that they didn't know was here. A a absolutely. Suzanne, you you were with us on, on that day when my eyes got wide open. I, I suspect that, again, we really haven't cleaned it up like we should, got users out there. Now we are putting that focus on it. But I suspect that most cities in America would kill to have a natural wetland in their city limits like we do here in Little Rock. Right, because wetlands are so beneficial. You know, they they help uh, clean the water. Um, they help recharge the groundwater. Uh, they, they serve a really, really big purpose. Uh, and you know, it's kind of interesting if you if you cross Fush Creek at University, it's a big channelized ditch mm -hmm. right there. Exactly. And you have no idea of the beauty until you get down, uh, or, you know, either upstream. Yeah, a little up, further uh, upstream yeah, or downstream. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Hindman Park and Western Hills Park are downstream to Benny Craig. Um, then interstate. Know, interstate. Then the river. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's just. Uh, it's a hidden gem. It, it, it really is. You have developed, and by you, I mean, I mean, keep Little Rock beautiful. Uh, um, some really important partnerships through the years. Let's talk about a few of those in the minutes we have remaining. Uh, first of all, the partnership with the city of Little Rock, Norm, and the Adopt a Street program, which you've touched on already. Yeah, um, a few years ago. We were able to get the Central Arkansas Master Naturalist involved with us at Benny Craig Park, and we weren't able to take you there, but we repurposed a couple of floating trash booms, and every second Saturday of the month, the CAM members and lots of other partners come together at Benny Craig to clean the trash. Now, mm -hmm. these booms capture lots, 26,000 pounds in the past three years since CAM wow. adopted it. Wow. If we didn't have those booms there, that would have made it to the Arkansas River and then down to the Mississippi and to the dead zone in the Gulf. So having these trash booms has made a difference to get community members out because people bring their friends and said, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that street litter didn't get processed, you know, and it's making its way into this beautiful wetlands. <clears throat> We've recently, that was last Friday, deployed uh, another 100 feet where the booms at nearby Boyle Park. And mm -hmm. we won a grant from Keep Arkansas Beautiful to do this. We're only the second state to ever have a grant program for floating trash booms. Mm. And Keep Arkansas Beautiful mimicked what we've been doing at Benny Craig for over a decade now. It created this grant program, and we were the first to get our booms deployed, even though we were the second to apply for it. Conway, 
Arkansas is going to have a boom installed soon when I go there with Reed to, to install it. It visually allows the public to see the ugliness of street litter and learn where it came from. It blows people's minds. Yeah. So this trash boom program is on the grow. Um, Keep Arkansas Beautiful has three more grants to give out across the state of Arkansas. They don't want to do it here in the natural or in the capital city. But anyhow, that's one way to partner. So we've got Little Rock Parks and Recs involved. We mm -hmm. had to replace the booms that wore out at Benny Craig Park. Keep Little Rock Beautiful bought 100 feet worth of them. Not cheap, mm -hmm. but important. We were able to get City of Little Rock Parks and Recs to buy the other 100 feet. Oh, that's great. So now we've got them involved with us. And, of course, with what's going to be happening in our huge urban wetlands, they're going to have more property to help take care of. Exactly. But that's just one of many ways where Keep Little Rock Beautiful has been able to connect with these trash booms and the various community groups and open door outreach helps us on a regular basis makes a difference because we can't do it alone there's only 16 of us to take care of what 123 square miles of little rock it's more than we can do so that's why we have to network and form partnership with neighborhood associations churches business civic groups to get involved in our cleanup events like what's coming up march 9th or get involved with adopt a highway or adopt a street programs Another partnership, Suzanne, we talked about partnerships with the city of Little Rock is with the state, with the Arkansas Department of Transportation, uh, to be exact. We have an Adopt-a-Street program in the city, but we have an Adopt-a-Highway program statewide. Statewide, and that's for people that are listening outside of exactly. Little Rock. Exactly. Uh, that's another program that people can get involved with. Uh, you are required to adopt uh, at least a mile of highway right-of-way and clean it up four times a year. Uh, we have adopted a mile out by Interstate Park uh, that crosses Fush Creek, uh, and we try to clean it up on a bi-monthly basis. Uh, we got snowed out uh, for our January cleanup, but that's a program that's statewide mm -hmm. uh, that people can get involved with. Also, the Adopt-a-Street program is a very several cities uh, in the state. Exactly. That. It's not just Little Rock. And it's, it's a very easy program to get started. Uh, I know other cities have contacted Little Rock to find out how they operate. North Little Rock has a, a program. So that's something, you know, that, that these efforts can spread statewide. Um, we, we talked about your event coming up in March. Uh, you also have a fall cleanup event, part of the Great Arkansas Cleanup uh, out at Murray Park and along the Arkansas River. Right, and this is a Keep Arkansas Beautiful's big cleanup. Uh, they had all seven cleanups in all 75 counties this past year. That is great. And, uh, again, the Great American Cleanup, uh, that can be, that's statewide also, uh, that different... Uh, communities, uh, organizations can go to Keep, Keep Arkansas Beautiful's website uh, and sign up to do their own spring cleanup. Yeah. And again, Suzanne, you mentioned all your years with 4-H, and, and so it brings me back to a final issue, and that is, uh, you know, we can pick up trash all day long, but at some time, at some point, we got to talk about the preventive side, uh, kind of like preventing medicine, no, no different. Uh, we can treat diseases all day long, but long range, we're better off convincing people, here's how you avoid those diseases in the first place. 
And I know that you're in the development stages of doing more education outreach to elementary school students. Yes. You know, as some of my past experience, I learned that when you get kids out picking up trash, those kids aren't going to uh, create more trash. That's a good point. They they learned that the respect, the environment. Mm-hmm. So uh, this has been in development uh, for a while. These kind of programs, educational programs, take a while to kick off. But we are in the process of developing an educational outreach program that uh, we will use in uh, elementary schools in Little Rock to help uh, teach the kids uh, the importance of not littering, the dangers that litter has in the environment, uh, hopefully get them outdoors uh, on a field trip to maybe Fish Creek or one of our local parks. get them cleaning up their school campuses, uh, and then maybe expanding on that effort uh, to uh, get more recycling in their school. Uh, but it's going to be just kind of a starting point to get them thinking about how what they can do to improve their school environment. Yeah, like most things, it's long-term, isn't it, Norm? Uh, education on the front end, but still the picking up that we have to do on the back end of it all. No, you're right. You're right. Never ends. Never, never ends. So where do you see, uh, let's look to the future for a second, Suzanne. Where do you see uh, Keep Arkansas Beautiful, let's say in five years, in in 10 years from now? Keep Little Rock Beautiful, I mean, what what we're doing differently, how we're growing, so forth. Well, I just hope we continue to grow. Uh, I hope we see less and less litter numbers. that from our cleanups that we're not having to do as many cleanups throughout the year. Uh, But, you know, unfortunately, you know, a a lot of the litter comes from blowing out of pickup trucks. And a lot of us drive pickup trucks. Mm, Great point. So uh, I see it all the time. We all do. Out on the interstate, out on the highways, this trash blows out in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, Keep Arkansas Beautiful and uh, RDOT, does have a, a toll-free number where you can call in and report people uh, that you have seen littering if you get their license tag number, uh, and they will receive a letter from the state police uh, telling them that they're a litterer. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, we can't get any monetary fines mm-hmm. unless they're actually caught in the act. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but, uh, you know, that that's something else people can do to get involved. Yeah. Well, as somebody who is, like I said, just passionate about getting the natural state back to being more natural again, I I just want to thank you, Suzanne. Thank you, Norm, for all of your efforts. And hopefully maybe we've reached some new people who will reach out to you and say, you know, that's a really good effort. I want to get involved. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast. I'm Rex Nelson. We'll see you next time on the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.